We apologize for this brief interruption in the show. As many of you likely know, the Higher Standard Podcast is officially sponsored by Transcend Company. Transcend has been my longtime provider for both testosterone and peptide therapies, but they offer so much more. Whether you're interested in health, wellness, or longevity, it all begins with you getting your blood work done. A lab draw will help you get the numbers and establish your baseline. You can go to transcendcompany.com slash THSP. That's transcendcompany.com slash THSP. Or you can click the link in the show notes on any streaming platform and on YouTube. Fill out your information and one of the representatives will contact you to get your journey started today. Now back to the show. Yeah, how do I how do I address the the baller buster collective? Do I just address you as like one brain? Yeah. You have it as evil cat. You have it as beep beep, and you have it as uh, number four. Number four. Can I just call you the collective? The collective is oh, good. I like that. Yeah, I like that. You, you can do what I do and call them assholes. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of people get to hear our voices, so consider yourself lucky. Arun, Arun, do me a favor. So... Expand the uh, screen so we can see a little John a little bigger in our room. Sorry, guys. We got to zoom in. No, no, you're, you're good. John, you're good. You're, no, good. you're good. You're good. You're good. You just wanted to get John, you see what happens when you, yeah. you see what you happens when you're natty? You look small to these yeah, guys. Yeah. John, you're trying to show us a teardrop. What's going on? <laughs> I don't. He, he escaped. I think we already fucked up the podcast. No, 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 I, I, on the Ball of Busters podcast. I have to wear, you guys are all wearing watches. I have to wear, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh. Let me see. What's on your wrist? What we got? What's on your Wrist. What's in your wrist? Is it is it Patek? Is it AP? Show it to me. All right, I'm poor. Okay, <laughs> Trax is your friend, so you're not poor. He's been you're a good poor. But first of all, we're rocking. Uh, it's, a, okay. it's a Kermit. Okay. What the heck? You, what are you bitching Ruin, about? It's a Kermit. Screen, please. That's a decent beater. That's <laughs> nice. There you go. That's a good watch. It's a, it's a it solid says, watch. It says can't afford AP. No, 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 hey. no, no. Hey, no, I got no. I, I got an Apple Watch. What does that make me? That makes you frugal. Every I tell millionaire you. friend I have wears a fucking Apple Watch. There you bro. go. There you go. See? I, it's ultra though. At least he has millionaire friends. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I got poor assholes, you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 well, okay, so a couple of rules before we All start. Right. Number one. Uh, when we end the show, stay online. So we're going to say goodbye, all that stuff. You've used Riverside before. It takes a little bit of streaming time. Once we say goodbye, it'll actually stream for a couple minutes more. These three assholes love to hang up and just fuck me when it comes to the post-production later on. <laughs> Don't be like them, okay? Yeah. You're talking uh, about the collective. The collective, yes. <laughs> yes. I like that name. I'm all right. use that shit. That shit is good. Other than that, there uh -huh. is nothing that's off limits. John, we're going to ask you a bunch of fucked up questions, I'm sure. And uh, I've, I make no no warranties or guarantees about them. They they got potty mouths. They're they're all fucked. Yeah. Hey, can, I, can I grab my welcome to the show mug? Yeah. Welcome to the show. You, you can know, show your tongues, whatever you have on. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm talking about. Let's go. All right, uh, I'll do yes. the intro, and then we'll jump right into it. And my man Beep is foaming at the mouth to ask questions, and because he likes dudes. Yeah. So that'll yeah. all work out well for him. Yeah. Oil dudes. Old Get old the dudes. fuck out of here. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
Once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the number one financial literacy podcast in the world. As always, sitting next to me, my partner in time, the one and only Said Omar. Thank you, brother. Sitting next to me on my left is my partner in crime, Chris Nahibi. Welcome back to the show, everybody. He had to think about which one was his left, just yeah, anecdotally. Yeah, it is this way, right. Behind the ones and twos, the man who showed up almost late again, DJ Arun in the background. Hello, hello. At least I put on a dress shirt or... Up he thought he was going to have the camera on him today. Yeah, he did, yeah. <laughs> Chubby fucker. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want that camera, man. I saw what I look like. Once again, we have the Baller Busters team, also known as the collective named by our guest, joining us today. That includes the three most terrible names known to man, Beep, <laughs> Evil Cat, and number four. Number four. And, of course, we would not have a Chapter 3 if it were not for our very special guest, John Dorsey. John, also known as the one and only, now internationally known, I Internationally would say. known. The man who tells every single person how it really is, uh-huh. whether they want to hear it or not, Goob. I'm going to need a proper welcome to the show. I need it. I need it for this. Higher Standard Podcast. Welcome to the show. Oh, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. My nipples are so hard right now. <laughs> Look at that mug. Yeah. The Me welcome too. to the show mug. Yeah. So, brother, I got to tell you right out the gate, before we've all been fans long before we even reached out and connected. I know the Baller Busters team and I have also exchanged some messages in the DMs where we talked about how much we loved your content. And it looks like the world is appreciating the content because you are growing at a rapid clip right now. It's insane. It's absolutely I'm like, I don't know, last year I didn't really have much on here. The year before, I was just like a fucking dude coaching bodybuilders and shit. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's real weird. It's real Because like I'll reply to people in the DMs and they're like, you replied to me? And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, no shit. Like, if I see it, I'm just going to say something. Like, I don't know. Like, well, you, bro. But like, not at all. It's like, it's honestly the worst position to be in because like, People that know who you are think you're a celebrity, but you just like really live a really fucking normal ass life. Like nothing has really changed. Like, I make no additional money. I make the same amount that I made before five hundred thousand people knew who I was. Well, I hope that's not for long. But before I get go, I, I could probably fanboy out on a lot of your content because a lot of those influencers I followed from way back in the day, the days of shreds. If you want, if you want to date my old ass. Uh, but my man Beep has some prepared questions that he wanted to ask right out the gate, and I don't want to upset him because I don't want him to bust me on a future bus. So, <laughs> exactly. Beep, the stage is yours, brother. Mr. No, man, it doesn't have to be me, but since it's me, yo, which one of these two hosts are juicing, man? You know, which one of them are juicing? One of them is juicing. This so one you right here. Hold on, right. you're, not, you're not getting an accurate depiction. If you saw my glutes, it would be a completely different story. <laughs> Why would we see the lumps? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, no, no. These guys, they're not juicing. They would say, the this is the socially acceptable way of saying I use steroids. Now you say, I'm on TRT. <laughs> Thank you. Like, oh, it's a doctor. I'm on TRT. I am and on it's TRT. Like, you know, I'm medicating. See, see, there we go. There we go. <laughs> I am on TRT. And I just ordered a peptide stack from Transcend, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm on TRT. My doctor prescribed me 250 milligrams a week and a bunch of Anavar, but it's a doctor. Hey, 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 hey man. I'm just trying to so get that, back my that normal means only one thing. There you go. That means only one thing that one of them has to be photoshopping. So you go figure that out, too. If he's not juicing, Saeed must be photoshopping. Nah, no, I I would not dare to have this guy on and be photoshopping. Let me tell you that right now. Chris is you photoshopping some, his hair. Some girl, uh, some girl DM'd me the other day, and she's like talking shit about somebody else in my inbox. And I just, I always do it. I click on their profile, and I'm like, 
this bitch is a coach and edits all of her photos. And I, I just sent her a message and I was like, you know, like, like you're telling me to do what I could do to you. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you're right. Like I'm so humbled right now. I was like, what the fuck did you, how did you think this was going to go? I just see the, the tip and just like, don't even look into it. Yeah. The first person I look at the person reporting. Right. Right. That's hilarious. Every well, single time. I mean, God damn, I, I could, I'm, I'm going to ask some questions cause I right out the gate, I've been following this whole, the latest one. What was her name? The latest one, the, the charity giveaway. Yeah. You, oh my Anna? fucking God. Bro. Yeah, is that, I, she, I, she, I, she's not mentally stable, right? Donna Briggs, like that's an onion that there's so many layers. I'm crying. I, the onion's making me cry and I just keep peeling the layers and I want to stop. Yeah, and I don't yeah. even know what's going on anymore. It's like she posted the shit up. She's like, oh, I fed, I gave Thanksgiving groceries to a hundred families. And the only reason that resonated with me is because like, I just did that for 50, almost a little less than 50 families. Mm-hmm. It was a couple thousand of my dollars, a couple thousand of my followers dollars. Like we kind of put it all together. I spent all day on like Instacart sending these fucking groceries out to these people. Like I know what it costs. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Oh, sent a hundred, you know, hundred groceries. And I was like, wow, that's like a $10,000 commitment. Like that's pretty dope. And the photo she posted of proof was this old ass JPEG of an Aldi's bag, which if you guys know this grocery store, Aldi's, it's like a vintage Aldi's bag. And I'm like, the fuck is this reverse image search that shit it's from like three years ago i was like all right donna like well you know what's the what's the story here i'm looking into it looking into it she she sent like a little bit of money to some church somewhere and they did like a you know food uh, they made thanksgiving dinner for a few people and she like sent me a picture of it it was like an, an, a room full of a room empty like an empty room with a couple old people in it she was like, hundred plus families gave them all groceries. Like, come on, Donna. Come on. Like, you're full of shit. Yeah. You're full so of wait, shit. how much how much of this content are are you sourcing and getting yourself? And how much is actually being sent to you via like some of your subscribers? So it's all I, I used to have to go find them. Now it's all sent to me. Nice. Donna Briggs, somebody sent me because they thought she edited one of her photos. <laughs> which she did, but I didn't give a fuck about that. Yeah. And I was like, who cares? <laughs> you know, it's like she's not a, a fitness person. But right. I'm scrolling and I was like, What's all this charity shit? What's going on? And then she's just a crazy character, too. She's like, hello, welcome, Donna Briggs. Like that fucking crazy intro she does in every video. So I was like, all right, well, we'll see what's up. You know, though, let me give her the one redeeming quality. So uh, one of my followers, her name's Andy. She goes to a Guatemalan orphanage every single year. She brings like clothes and I help her raise a little bit of money every year. The first time we ever did it, it was just a couple hundred dollars. We got over a thousand last year. And this year we raised like seven grand in a day for her to take to, I mean, a Guatemalan orphanage, $7,000, like those kids are getting some shit. You know what I mean? Like that's a lot of fucking money. Usually it's like a thousand. Like that's a lot of money for them. And uh, I sent it to Donna just out of the blue. I was like, yo, Donna, uh, I got a charity for you. And I thought she was going to tell me to go fuck myself. And she kind of did. She was like, you want me to donate? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I will if you take the videos down. I was like, Donna, you're going to get another video. Like <laughs> charity is you just give it. Like you don't just extort me. <laughs> She's like, what do I get out of it? That's not a charitable donation. Right. So anyway, I was like, Donna, you're earning yourself another video. Like what the fuck is this? And she says, okay, okay, okay. And she sends $500. Okay. Oh, you know, wow. Like, okay. There you, there you go. go. Yeah. And to me. There you go. Okay. Donna, Are right, you going to wrap close the book? Right. There you go. Respect. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wrapped it up. yeah. I wrapped it up. I was like, Donna. Thank you. Well, I like that because it it actually makes, to me, it makes you even more credible, right? You'll call them out on the BS, but you'll still give them the credit if they do something. Yeah, I posted it up. I actually did a little video on my story. I was like, yo, we even got, I was like, we even got Donna Briggs in this bitch. Who else is giving? And a bunch more people sent money. It was cool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Terrible. So So since, 
since we like we like scammers, we like you know exposing scammers. Let's start with that. What are some common fitness scams or influencer scams that they use that they the way that they you know throw their audience supply clientele to them? So the biggest one, and we see this in a lot of women accounts, is they sell an extraordinarily low ticket item. Like we're talking. 10 to $40, something that you can just go and buy. And then the entire marketing campaign behind it is, it worked for me, look at me. And all of the photos and everything's edited. And these girls can very cleverly get 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 followers over a few months with just like good pictures and good videos and you know good music on it. And then it just funnels people back to that page, hit the link in the bio. They're selling you know, 10, 15 of those programs a day. You're making what, four to $600? A day, you keep that shit up for a year, you made 200 grand that year, lying to people. It didn't work for them. I just covered an, a girl for the second time. Her name is Duru Billaliar Duru is her name, which is actually a really funny <laughs> last name. <laughs> durable liar. There what is. the fuck? <laughs> it's a durable liar. <laughs> but she, uh, that's her whole, that's her whole, uh, her ruse is just, you know, create the illusion that I did this, edit all of her videos so her waist inches in and then uh, fucking run it. And, and, you know, you get somebody for 40 bucks. Like, are they coming after you? Nah, they're like, uh, fuck, I guess it didn't, you know, I guess it wasn't me. And, and that's the saddest part is, you know, a lot of these women that'll buy it, they try it. It didn't work for them. And they're probably like, man, you know, I, I remember I just didn't do everything I was supposed to do. It's probably, it's probably me, not her. It's like, nah, that bitch was lying to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, really what yeah. it was. To be honest with you. And it's created this like cyclical pattern of body dysmorphia too, where like these women who don't really look like the, the images they're posting, and it's, it's crazy to me because some of the women are actually in fantastic shape and they still Photoshop their shit. Even guys too, they're they're selling based on this image, and to people who want this photoshopped image of this person, not the real thing, it's just so messed up. Right. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know. This may offend some people, but the funniest thing to me is like every single time. I would like, it, it happens way less, but it used to happen all the time. I'd post a video and a lot of the comments would be like, well, men enforce these crazy beauty standards on women so that they like have to edit their shit. And I'm like, yo, men will fuck fucking absolutely anything. Like you do not need to be editing this shit all crazy. Like I do not know right. who, where we arrived at this part, but it's women literally doing it to each other. Like, it's yeah. really, it's friendly fire and, it, and it's, and it's best. It is literally friendly fire. And it's like, you know, I get 15 Photoshop videos, 14 of them are, are women. I look so hard. I have to search so hard. Whenever somebody sends me a male one, it doesn't go to the stack. It goes on, on my page immediately. Right. Like if you ever see me cover a male fitness influencer photoshopping his photos, it's because I now have a breath of fresh air. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, thank God, I can just cover a guy. Yeah, and that's... <laughs> That's the thing that I found that was really unfair that a lot of people, because you're providing a good service for this whole industry, right? Uh, trying to expose yeah. people that can't be trusted. But some people are trying to now take you down because they're saying that you attack women more than you attack men. And that's just not fair because more women are out there doing it than men. But it's really, I think yeah. you posted something recently where you did 10, your last 20 were 10 men, 10 females, right? Well, the last, I just did another one because I, I do the, the count. And the last like 14 videos were all dudes. And then I did one woman and I get in all these, it was Courtney Black. I did all these, got all these comments. All you do is attack women. Like, 
when, Courtney Black the crowd, man, that crowd pissed me off too, man. Because I saw, first of all, like, you're not in that great shape, and the photoshopped images aren't in that great shape either. I mean, you're a good, like, healthy person, but you're not like a yeah. fitness competitor. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. yeah. So, like, why yeah. did you edit the photos? And then her whole tribe, if you will, is based on this, like, oh, we empower one another, and it's like, but you guys got lied to, mm -hmm. and they don't seem to. <laughs> care. They all want to take like, um, like it's like, how are you gonna defend everybody when you got lied to by the whole person? That's it's a cult like mentality. I, I did feel a little bad for that because it was Thanksgiving and I, I did a whole bunch of Thanksgiving like puns and shit in the video. Yeah, I saw the puns. <laughs> but I thought she would see that and be like, yeah, oh, I'm God, I'm God. But she go, I didn't have that much, by the way. When I ran the video, I had like three photos that I could find. <clears throat> then she runs her own video and she's like, he's a liar. She pulls up her camera roll on her phone and like she's screen recording and she's clicking on the original photos and I'm like screenshot 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 and then I run it back and I go to the original video and I'm like all right well here's the what the photo was and you can layer them in photoshop and do an auto align mm -hmm. and like turn layer off turn layer on and it shows you like oh the waist and the this and the face and the you know she pulled her ass out made her ankles smaller like weird shit like that and that's how we discovered the infamous pussy lift. Uh, oh yeah, the, now, the brown bikini photo where all of a sudden it was went up. Yeah, I, I, the pussy lift is so good. <laughs> now, to be honest with you, I was aware of the pussy lift on the inception of the first video. However, I was like, that is such an embarrassing thing to talk about. It is Thanksgiving, and you know there is a god, so I'm not gonna like burn her with the pussy lift we'll just you know i'll save it and i was like if she claps back the first thing that's in that video is going to be the pussy lift and that's that and i was like you know i'll do the video she just fuck off and that'll be that and then i'm getting bombed by her followers she puts that video out and so i deployed the pussy lift and then she deleted her video <laughs> you know she had no gravy for thanksgiving she yeah. put no gravy on her turkey you ruined her man <laughs> I just want to know I why you live pussy. Yeah. I just want to know I mean, why. You know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe to give herself a more thigh gap. or I don't know. It was like, I wish you could pull it up and, sh and show, but it was a it was a major reconstructive lift. Yeah. Can you major. imagine if she was working with like a third-party editor from Fiverr? Can you lift the pussy up, please? <laughs> I need you. <laughs> Poor kid in Indonesia was doing that, too. I know. She yeah. be a little smaller. Yes. <laughs> that is, though, that is the first, uh, that is the first pussy lift that has ever been, 1,500 videos. It took us to hear Courtney Black shout out. You win the award. First pussy lift on my page. Uh, couldn't have done it without you. That's a, that's merch right there. That, that's gotta yeah, be, I mean, right? <laughs> the pussy lift. That's merch. The first pussy lift. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you know yourself that this is a huge industry. And as Chris mentioned, it's cult-like. People sort of fall in love with their with the, with their you know influencers. Look at Liver King. The dude eats real dick on camera, and people are you know defending him. You understand? Yeah, people are buying it. They think they're gonna get huge muscles because you eat balls, balls, balls. You get beat a bit of. So there has to be a dick lift to make this even, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If there was one, I'd post it, but I have, I mean, I'm, there's a dick lift out there, I promise you. But you know what? Most of the, because I've seen well, that. the guys done it. The guys have enhanced their, you know that, in photos, they enhanced their parts to look bigger. Yeah, but the only ones I've ever seen is like, if I posted the photos, I would get flagged for like some point, like, it, you know, it's like oh, the most sus yeah. profiles that people send me, but it's like literally a dude slaying in his OnlyFans and making his dick look like a, you know, a gourd. 
Yeah. Like, I, I don't know if we need to cover that. On <laughs> I don't know what kind of profiles and you've been looking at, is, brother, but I don't, you know. These <laughs> <laughs> people send me this shit. And this guy's like, hey, this guy made his dick like four times bigger. I'm like, I, I, I don't want to, I don't want to look. Yeah, yet, that's not, like, yeah. Hey, is he selling a dick <laughs> in increasing course? Like, is, uh, is yeah, that what he's selling? Exactly. Is he selling a dick pill? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, porn stars and shit like that, OnlyFans models, like, I stayed away from that. Because to me, it's like, it's fantasy. What am I going to do? Be like, Johnny Sins is not a plumber. It's not a pizza man. It's not a handyman. He's not an astronaut. No, he's a fucking horse. Wow. a fantasy. So I've never. All of Yeah, I've never like, because if I started doing like, oh, they, they weren't even first cousins. Like, what the fuck? Am I, where am I going to go with this shit? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go ahead, Beep. Go ahead, Beep. No, go ahead, Beep. John, how did you how did you start this? Because I know I'm a bit older than you, so I know Louis Marco did this maybe 15 years ago. Remember him? I'm a long time, long time Louis Marco fan. Big shout out to him. That's 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 an OG. That's the guy that kept the bodybuilding alive, right? What does he say? Is it loyal or oil? Is it proper, right? Proper. So I'm a huge Louis Marco fan. I've always watched his stuff. I've always watched Boston Lloyd stuff. And honestly, the reason I started doing this, uh, Boston Lloyd, I'm a, I was a huge fan of his. If you know who he was, he was like yeah. Louis Marco plus bodybuilding plus unhinged. Uh, incredible dude. Absolutely unhinged. Hilarious. Would always be like digging people out on, on Instagram, bodybuilder people. And he passed uh, February of, I think it was 20, 2021. He yeah. passed. Yeah. And, that, and if you notice, my videos start March of 2021 because i literally i remember i was sitting there i was like who the fuck is gonna you know continue this legacy because louis marco retired he 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 got off youtube and yeah louis he's off youtube his account's private he sort of just talks his shit a little bit but he doesn't really blast people as as much as he did he'll post funny stuff and be like is this loyal or oil but he's not really covering the current day shit boston passed away and i was like who the fuck is going to, I just, I, I literally just started doing it and I had a whole bunch of, cause I've been in the industry forever. I coach competitive bodybuilders, there's shit, you know. And so I had a bunch of editing assholes that I knew about. And I was like, let me just cover like five or six of them and see what happens. And people went fucking nuts for it. And it was like, I did the first five or six, just information I had. And then it's like, everybody's like, Oh, Hey, have you seen this person? Have you seen this person? And now it's like, if I open my phone, I, I can't take a nap without having like 60 or 70 tips you know, in my inbox requests, like, wow. what about this person? What about this person? Wow. So, so how do you deal? How do you deal with that? Do you, I mean, do you feel like, are you, I'm, I'm sure you get a lot of backlash, right? And some people threatening you, right? And then I know. Very, really. Yeah. Between me and you. Yeah. The only backlash I get is the backlash I post. I used to not post backlash and yeah. I would get way more. But when you start fucking like executing these people on your page, like yeah. some this girl earlier, she's like, you're a fucking troll. You don't know what you're talking about. You're slandering this girl. Like I screenshot that shit. I put it on my page. I talk about the shit she's been doing. And then anybody who's thinking about talking shit, they're like, well, uh, never mind. You know, never, never mind. You know, they, they'll log into an anonymous account or something sometimes to send a message, but people rarely, 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 if you see it on my page, that's probably the only shit I got talked to today. And I'm talking about it. Oh, you know? that's great. Do you ever get anything yeah. from like the predators that you post about? Uh, you recently posted on this guy that came after one of your friends, right? That was like 17. 
the Oreo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That kid, he's a, a good kid. He follows my stuff. He's followed my stuff for a while. He'll like send me some funny stuff from time to time. Just a really nice kid. He's like in the fitness world, wants to be an influencer. He's doing a great fucking job. And he unfortunately <clears throat> gets creeped on by fucking dudes often. It's happened more than once. Damn. And it'll sometimes just be an anonymous profile. I'll look into it, try to figure out who it is. But this fucking dumb fuck who looks like Jared Fogel from Subway is using his real profile with his family on it, with his face on it, with his employment on it. And he's sending him all this shit. Like I want to buy nudes from you. Kid has, I'm 17 on his profile. Like it's right there. And the guy got fired immediately. And oh, detectives contacted me. I had a phone call this morning with a detective in the DC Metro area. And they're like, Hey, you know, who is this guy? You know, who's the kid? Is it a sting operation or is it a real kid? I was like, it's a real kid. I gave him the guy's contact info. Uh, it was the fa- the father's phone number of the kid, so they could talk and, and figure out, you know, what to do about it. I'm, I'm sure they're going to go get that guy. Uh, wild. But Can you imagine doing there that was, shit public profile? Unbelievable. Fuck. Now, I haven't talked about this on, like, a podcast or anything, but there was another uh, predator I did, and it was maybe a month ago, and it was he was a daycare. He worked at a daycare. That's right. I saw that one. That's cool. right. It was up for maybe two hours. Guy worked at a daycare. It was a it was a sting. So it was like a fourteen year old girl, and he's sending her all these messages, which were just fucking. It the messages, the tinge of them was like, "You've done this before." He's saying things like, "Hey, if we take pictures together when we meet up, make sure you don't post them so your parents don't see it." Uh, uh, I can't wow. send you gifts or anything. You know, if we meet up, blah blah blah. Like, make sure you keep it on the low. Don't tell anybody. You can maybe tell your close friends, but like only ones you trust because we don't want this getting back to your parents because I'll get in trouble. Asking her for nudes, blah, 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 the whole nine, right? I post the video up, and two hours later, the kid drives, not the kid, the man drives to a bridge and jumps from it. Wow. Wow. What? I did not yeah. know that. Wow. Well, I mean, he look, died? If, if he was yeah. doing that and it got public attention, yeah. there was other people clearly in his past. And I, like, honestly, I, I hate to say this because it's going to sound fucked up. That's probably the best thing for everybody. Mm. You know? I mean, yeah, yeah. It's I, I, fe- I feel you know for the family, you know, they obviously lost yeah, yeah. somebody, but it's like you know, there's there's probably more to it. There's Better that than drag them through what otherwise could be a very bad situation for everybody. Yeah. To expose, you know what I mean? Right. The the FBI contacted me about that because they were they wanted to know if there were any other profiles or accounts that the guy had, so they could see if there were victims that were out there, so they could get the victims' resources and help. I think I, I don't know if this is a fact, but they told me they were probably going to seize any devices he had. And, and that was, you know, the information I had. It's the, the, when the guy called me this morning, the detective for the car dealer, fat guy, he's like, we were talking last night. We didn't know if this guy was going to, you know, do something. And he meant do something by, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like yeah. if it were me, I probably wouldn't want to, you know, I don't know. At the end of the day though, it's like, don't try to fuck kids and uh, you will never find yourself in that situation. Yeah. You know, it's sound advice. True. It's, it's, it's like, just I, don't mean, be, I don't know. It, it's kind we of wild. Busted people did, we busted people that died after two, three times. Yeah. Huh. Oh, really? Not by suicide. One got murdered by his victims because he scammed them. It just happened, you know? Oh. Uh, one got, one, I think, was accidental overdose because <laughs> he was just popping too many pills. But it's just a weird feeling to bust someone and then they're dead. Yeah, like you're never happy, but also it's like yeah. if you took yourself out, it's because you knew that this world wasn't for you and you weren't getting help. You know, it's like you're trying to fuck kids, you work around kids. Like that's, it's not a, you know, not yeah. a place 
Like you shouldn't be it's here. Just, you know? It's just like we're not in the business of celebrating death, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, let's so, let's start some beef, man. Yeah. Give me one of the influencers you really dislike. One of the guys that you know that he's a bullshit artist, but he's selling. Your your favorite influencer that you would want to pinpoint right now? Uh I mean, honestly, one of the biggest liars in the industry is Mike O'Hearn. It's oh, so funny because I've never Oops. been on stage. hurt me. <laughs> I've never interacted with the guy. I never DM'd him. I never Uh-oh. called him. And he had me blocked. And I was like, what the fuck did I do to you, Michael? Oh, you and, you know what you did? You so, and Beep have a lot in common because Beep got blocked too, but then he met him in person and called him out on it. <laughs> I said, is that because I didn't know you buy your duck eggs? In person, he's a nice guy. In in person, when you meet him, I guess people get humbled. They're not as tough as behind a keyboard. But I I kind of felt that you were going to go either that direction or Liver King direction. So I wanted to see who you want to pick the beef with. I mean, they're they're both. I mean, it's like those guys, I have less beef with them because at least the average person can look at it and be like, you know, there's so many Kenny KOs in the world and so many more plates, more dates that are covering their scams. And it's a very public thing. The people I have more beef with are like the 10 to 30,000 influencers that are just raking in fucking money, lying about shit. You know, the guys that are editing their clients, progress photos or selling those stupid, uh, we'll make you a man camp type of things. Five grand to sleep on the floor of a fucking gym and get screamed at by some guy. Like, yeah, dude, I saw that the other day. That's so wild. Shit's weird. Weird. Shit's- it's like it's like a sadist. It's like some dominatrix type shit. Yeah, it was it's weird. A kink. Dude. Yeah. That guy got so mad at me that I said it was a kink. He was like, "It's not a kink." I was like, "Bro, bro, like it's okay. It's fine. It's not a kink." Okay, just the way you're responding is not a kink. Makes me think it's a kink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wearing latex. It's not a kink. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a kink. It's a face. Yeah. That was uh. That is fucked up. There's a. Uh, there's some more lore there that I got to extract out of it. There's some families that I'm speaking to from some shit that happened back in the day. I don't want to say too much on it, but there's a, a big, big accusation made against that particular guy that, that ran that mm. kink camp. And uh, some of the wives of the effective family have been speaking to me and I'm sort of trying to put together all the pieces. And maybe I'll drop that bomb in the future. I don't know. It's actually, it's a baller busters type of thing i may i may tag you guys in the collective so that'd be nice i mean it's it's honestly it's more your lane than mine it has to do with like financial fraud and like send in send in <laughs> we'll talk after this we'll we're ready after, we'll talk after this i got some phone numbers you guys could call up and you do your thing and dig the you guys go hard by the way me i do like little jabs like three a day you guys you wait and then drop like a fucking hiroshima <laughs> Absolutely insane. When I see the video, I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's just like a scroller just digging somebody out for like eight fucking slides. Just like, Jesus. Jesus and then their comment section is always a fucking party. You're just like, Jesus. Like people oh going wild God. in the comment section on the Baller Busters page. This is my favorite thing to do whenever I can't sleep. All oh, right. Just look at Same. all the trolls going back and forth in the, in the comments. <laughs> yeah, I, I love I love reading your guys' comments. Mine, not so much. It's hard. <laughs> my, my comments. Like, what well, be, be cautious, man. You got to look at your comments because you're going to see comments from me of my you know, you, new username. It's going to be PussyLift23. <laughs> 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 so that's me, just, just so you know. 
no, you got to be Doctor Pussy Lift, and you could be like, "Yo, there's a new, there's a new feature here. You yeah. know, it's a Photoshop. It's not real, but like, ladies it's, like that nowadays. New BBL, ladies. So, so tell us, man. So I know you're you're a fitness coach, right? And part of yeah. what probably really like gets to you is these guys are selling these like get rich or get lean or get lose weight quick schemes, right? And as a coach, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. What, what do you really want people to get from the page other than, you know, don't trust these assholes. You got to really put in the work type of thing or what? Uh, well, I mean, I, I always try to like teach, right? So like when I'm doing the exposing, I'm walking them through, like, here's the process. Like I talk about all the ways that I find these things. I show them like the social blade, you know, you go look at socialblade.com, 10 bucks or whatever it is a month. You can find out. Who is fake? Who bought all their followers? It'll target the days that they bought 200,000 followers to then go buy their stupid fucking balloons to celebrate a million, like <laughs> stupid shit like that. So it's, I, I want to, and, and it's, it's worked because I get so many more leads nowadays. I want to show the average person that watches my page, how to find it out, you know, not just, Oh, Hey, this person's fake. Trust me. It's like, Hey, this person's fake. Here's the steps I went about doing it. And here's how you could do it too. And they, the first maybe 30 or 40 videos, I went really, really, really in detail because like that was the kind of the theme was like, you should be able to do this for yourself. You know, th there's all these people out there. I can't do them all, but you should be able to evaluate the merit of their claims in a pretty easy way, the same way I'm doing it. And I think that's been pretty effective. And I also think a lot of people won't edit their shit nowadays, not because they're better people, but because they're like, fuck, that guy's going to fucking post me up on my page and it's going to be miserable for a few days, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> I love that. Also, there's one loop, there's one hole in what I've been doing that I'm solving. If, if I do you, <clears throat> two weeks, three weeks go by, I've done like 20 videos. So it's like it's forgotten. But we're making a Who Got Goobed website. Oh, to where there you go. That's so good. The hit All list. the time. Girls will send me, they're like, hey, I'm about to buy her program. Is she real? And it's somebody I covered three months ago. And I'm like, no, she's already on my page. But that's like at least 30 or 40 messages a day. Hey, did you take that? That's like an air of laziness on their part, right? Like, this, this is kind of thing that always bothers we me. We have the same issue. We yeah, have the same at some, issue. At some point, like, I can't help you help yourself if you don't want to like search. You know <laughs> but, what I mean? But think about it's like, you're new to the page. This guy's got 1,500 videos. Half of them are me fucking squabbling in the mud with these idiots. And yeah, it's like, true. you know, they're just scrolling. They're like, damn, like, uh, I'm just going to buy the $40 program. I'd rather they be able to go to a website and just type in Duru Bill Liar and be like, oh, 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 she got good three times. <laughs> <Name every time. laughs> and we're going to have a high score, a leaderboard. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be a lot of fun that happens with yeah. who got the most videos and uh, can I plug? Can I plug the Goobies right here? Oh, yeah, yeah please plug Let's do this. All right, so December tenth, we're doing a live stream in Texas where we cover the ten worst people I covered on the page this year. We have categories: worst fitness male, worst fitness girl, worst scam, worst company, and then the twenty twenty three Gooby Award goes to worst shipfluencer of the year. <laughs> and uh, we did it last year. It was an in-person event in Texas. We had like 100 people in a room that showed up and we live streamed it. But this year, we're just going to do it live stream only and it's going to be absolutely incredible. I can't wait. Holy shit. We'll, I'm we'll help you yeah. promote it. No problem. Beautiful. beautiful. So something else something be... else that I, I want I want you to also promote is you got you have this online supplement store, right? The Natty store, right? 
Yeah, yeah, Natty's Natty Superstore. Natty Super, And so I, I'm sure you take great pride in that too. When when did you want to get into the supplement game? Because I know that that area can also get really murky. Because uh, you know that whole that whole area is you know not really it's regulated. Not regulated yeah. It's not regulated. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you got to take well, a lot of pride in what you put on there. So. Um, the I, I have partners in that uh, that own another company called Chaos and Pain. I've been a huge fan of their products for like ever. Their their pre workout it's called Cannibal Ferox. It's like the shit I used to take to get tweaked like back in 2015, maybe like right when I was really 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 into the gym. And as it turns out, they were like fans of the page, and we were talking, and they're like, "Hey man, like we want to you know do some collaboration with you. We have this dead website that nobody goes to. We want to make you." you know, the, the majority partner in it and the face of it and, and kind of, you know, share, share interest in it. Oh, wow. So I took over about four months ago, uh, of the page and, uh, just been promoting the shit out of it. And it's one of those things that like, you know, just you give it life and then people start buying from it. We sell uh, everybody's products plus some of my own. And, uh, it, you know, it's, it's one of those cool things. You just make some money and if you do right by people, it's going to be okay. I don't know. You know, there's there's four thousand different places to buy supplements online. Some people choose that just because my name's on it. Hmm, that's cool. That's crazy though to think. Like you said, we started at the top of the show. You're talking about how, hey man, I'm a normal person, but you're getting opportunities that that people who are you know, normal people don't get. Like that's a crazy opportunity, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, it, it like it it like fucks with me, bro. Like because they they came to me with this, and I'm sitting there thinking like, why me? Like, what am I gonna do? Like the fuck am I going to do with this? And they're like, no, no, no. Like you're the guy. I'm like, no, I don't think I'm the guy. They're super sweet people. I, I love my partners. They're super nice guys. They're fucking awesome and everything. And, uh, they take care of me, but I was like, I don't know. Are you sure? They're like, yes, yes. And you know, we've, we've, uh, that website was dead and now it's, you know, very, very, very much alive. We added 500 ambassadors, uh, to, to market the products in about three weeks time. We're about to do another ambassador run. Uh, I mean, cool opportunities. I don't know if you would have told me five years ago, I'd be like doing shit on the internet. I'd be like, nah, I don't like, I don't even like the internet to be honest with you. I mean, we talked about this not too long on an episode where, I mean, if you put in the work, people will notice, right. And opportunities will come knocking. And it's something that a message that we try to, you know, preach to some of our listeners that, you know, just grind it out the work and people will start taking notice. It's true. Another thing, sometimes there'll be a lot of opportunities, but also a lot of bullshit Hoe me out. I don't even care. Yeah. For me, <laughs> I for me, it. that shit is like you could steal, you could steal everything I He's have. He's not in it for the money, and that's the beauty of it. Yeah. He's in it for the experience. Yeah. It's like you got the recipe. You could take everything I've made off of my fucking page right now and take yep. it away from me and get rid of the account, and I'll make another one because I'm still creating the shit. It's yeah. like I'm baking these cookies every fucking day. You want to take all the ones I made and whatever and try it? Yeah, sure. Go go nuts with it. But all the new shit is coming from me, so they could, they could. I don't know. I don't. I don't give a fuck. You I know. Respect it. Speaking of which, money, I, I've got a question for you too. You put out a shit ton of content, bro. Like a lot of content. Yeah. A lot. I mean, you're on the live streams. I've caught. I caught a couple. I was waiting for nudes and never saw it. I saw a bunch of the posts. I mean, coming out like the cadence that you're at. What the fuck? How, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Pause. <laughs> Pause. I'm just making sure y'all paying attention. That's all. <laughs> Looking for that towel slip or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, oops. Yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting for somebody yeah. to call you like some like some shit, like not recognize how jacked he is. Yeah, yeah. And so and you just be like, you know, 
what bitch? You know, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. In any event, like, look, you're putting out a lot of content. How much of your time you put? I mean, you got to be putting a lot of time into this, right? The when I started really doing social media, my agreement with myself was, I'm not going to treat this like a side hustle. You treat it like a job, and it may pay oh. me like a job. And that was like before I started coaching or anything. And I was like, this is a fucking nine to five. The 40 hours a week that I'm dedicating somewhere else, I'm dedicating here. And that was in all my marketing and my clients and that work. And I just have expanded on that. And that's how I've always treated like this. Wow. I'm from, I was born in 1990. A lot of my life growing up, the, the, the phrase wasting your time on social media. You guys, you guys remember when people said this shit, wasting your time on social media, wasting your time on social media. That was a thing. And now we look at fucking Logan Paul, Jake Paul, these guys that are making millions that yeah. wasted their time on social media. Like, was it a waste? Like, fuck no. Right. So I, I got to that shit late. Like Max tracks NYC. He got to it late. But we look at it as like, it's a job. And if you treat it like a job, it'll pay you like a job. You know, I, yeah. I coach a lot of bodybuilders. A lot of my time is spent you know, with my clients and, and answering the emails and their questions, their calls and stuff like that. But, I, you know, it's a job. Like at the end of the day, like that's my career and what I do. And this shit is just an expansion of that where it's like I have to dedicate a certain number of hours every single day to it. I don't sleep very much, and uh, and that's that. <laughs> Do you have a team that. that works with you as well? No, and I'm I'm envious of the collective here because there's three of you guys, and that that makes perfect sense why you're so. There's pointed. more. <laughs> there's just three today. <laughs> Oh God! How many are there? I don't know, but how I get many these do you three want us to be? Yeah. <laughs> I get these three. Five. Can I have somebody else next time? Is that, is that an option? So it's just me, and then I have an assistant. Her name's Ashley Mintz, and she does a lot of like uh, back end stuff for me, or like reminding me to do. Because I'm a, a very forgetful person. If it's not like in front of me, and I'm reminded, like I won't do it. Mm. So I'll be like, Hey, Ashley, like. I got to do this story like in the next three days, please remind me until I fucking, you see me post it. So she'll do the, do stuff like that. It just kind of keeps me. But as far as like filtering the inbox and looking for that shit, investigating, like it's all me, unfortunately. Wow. Well, uh, people appreciate that, that it comes from you, especially your clients. I don't know if you, Chris mentioned in the very beginning, Fred's, that was that dude, what's his name? Then something. Evan Physique. Evan Physique. He oh had God. his assistant reply to, clients and customers yeah. with things she had no idea about so and that now, was one of my questions to you how much does that bother you with this like one glove fit all workout programs for these people and they're taking big bucks for this stuff so it bothers me if you're not informed now i know some guys that are big names and it's like a really low ticket price 100 or 200 or 100 or 150 a month and it's like it's me and my team you know they say that it's like me plus my team if that's the disclosure cool Cool. But if it's like somebody else is answering the fucking emails for you, like it's very common in the industry. Unfortunately for me personally, I don't do that. Uh, all of my people get a reply from me. I do. Do you know you guys know what Loom is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 The video recording thing. Right? Yeah. So nine times out of 10, I'm rep replying to them on Loom. So like, even if I fucking wanted to at this point, outsource it to somebody else, like I've absolutely put myself in a box where I have to have integrity. It sucks. <laughs> they're going to see me on the fucking loom. I'm replying to them. They all have my fucking phone numbers. So they're calling me and shit. And I love it, you know, because for me, the funnest thing is like, you know, it's like, I know the little things about their life that they always include in their emails, you know, who's graduating, who's pregnant, who's got a kid, who did this, who had a really bad thing happen in life. Like you hear all that shit from you. If you coach women, like they tell you they're pregnant before they tell all their friends. Cause they're like, yo, how does this impact my diet and training? Like, what do I need to do? Just those cool little things. And I don't know, it would feel wrong to me 
those intimate details being cast to somebody else that's not that you know what I mean? It's like almost invading their privacy right. to me. So I've I've always done it. Absolutely. I don't think anybody would knock me if I brought some people on and had, you know, some people deal with my lifestyle, people or something like that in some way. I don't think anybody would knock that, but uh I've just never done it just because it, it doesn't feel right and I'm not overwhelmed yet. Got it. Well, you know, the knowledge is important. You know, the, the dude at Clean X, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you yeah. guys are, yeah, you guys, yeah, you're not Jeff. coming from a, you, yeah. You, yeah, Jeff Cooley. Yeah. So you guys, you're not coming off stage and you're not getting that credit to draw clients in. So it has to be knowledge. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have these people coming off stage looking good and just selling the same program to all of their clients. Yeah. And as you said, sometimes it's a low ticket, 150 bucks, but sometimes we're talking about thousands. It's fucked it's, up. It's, um, it's a sort of a scam. I mean, people don't see it that way, but people in the industry see it. So and, and, people, and I mean, but, these people, they're, they're buying confidence in you. Like I always, I say it all the time. Like, they'll look at transformations and they'll look at your work and stuff. But at the end of the day, they're buying a personality. They're buying somebody that thinks is going to be truthful to them. They're, and people hire me because they're like, you don't, you don't mince words with fucking anybody. Like if I suck, you're going to tell me I suck. I put people on stage. I have very, like I had a great season this year. I don't think we had very many people out of a first call out, let alone not winning their show or their class in their show. Like we wow. fucking crushed this year on my team. It was, it was great. And it's just because these people, you know, if they're not ready, they're not fucking competing. I don't care if you registered for your show and paid your whatever, if you fucking suck, you're not going up there. And, and there's a lot of coaches that'll just take money hand over fist. Yeah, we're doing shows. We're doing shows. They don't give a fuck what the results are. But for me, like it's embarrassing, you know, if, if somebody's not winning or at least in that, you know, top, if they didn't try their hardest, I'm not letting them go compete on stage. And I've had people get mad at me for that. I had one guy, he, I was like, dude, if you wear my fucking t-shirt to that show, I was like, you're not doing the show. You're going to pick another one or we're going to go in your off season. Like you tell me what he's like, Oh, I already paid for, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, he binged a few, a few weeks out. He like looked terrible. I was like, you gotta, like, you're not going to compete. He's like, no, 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 I'm still going to compete. I was like, if I see a picture of you in my fucking shirt on that stage or anywhere near that fucking show, I'm going to be pissed. He's like, okay. And I never heard from him again. He got absolutely wiped last place of the show. And then, uh, that was that. I don't know what ever happened to him. To be wow. Honest with you. How much is their health important to you? Because you know these guys, when you just say they binge it, you know, two weeks out, they just, you know, start doing all the chemistry that's out there. Do you have a control over that? So uh, for me, like, I'm not one of the crazy drug pusher coaches. Some of them are. Obviously, you know, competitive bodybuilders are using anabolic steroids. It's just how it is. Bodybuilding has never been the pursuit of health. That doesn't mean be a reckless fucking idiot. Uh, The guy I'm talking about in particular, my problem with him was he – was one of those guys that needs to use prescription diuretics to really get dry. And he was not hitting his water intake. And I actually coached one of his, his roommate and his roommate snitched and called me. And he's like, John, I haven't ever seen him drink water. All he drinks is diet Mountain Dew. And this guy had a warehouse job, which was like super hot, heavy labor, never had fucking water with him. And he was always dehydrated. And I was like, I don't want to say his name, but I was like, buddy, like, you need to drink your water because you will not look right on stage if we don't have anything to pull from. When you take these diuretics, you're not trying to get all your water gone, right? You're trying to say you're at two gallons. You're trying to get down to like a gallon and then still – you're still drinking a gallon of water, which is a lot of fucking water. But you're trying to reduce water from your body and let it not in a non-stressful way dissipate. It's the layman's way of explaining it. But if you take all the water out of your body, you're, th- you're going to weigh 30 pounds. You know, we're 70% water. It's just – how do you get rid of that subcutaneous layer? And this fucking guy w- working a warehouse job, drinking Diet Mountain Dew and never hydrating himself, it didn't make any sense. So I'm like, buddy, pick another show, 
three, four weeks from now, we got to get you properly hydrated. Oh, and he ended up in the fucking hospital for dehydration. Yeah, there it is. Of course. Yeah, of course he did. Impetus of all of this. So he ends up in the hospital. This is before he takes any diuretic or anything. Dude is just living his normal life, not <laughs> drinking water, working in a fucking warehouse, 120 degrees, dehydrated, ends up, calls me. He's like, I'm eight days out from the show. I'm in the hospital, but I'm going to be okay. And I was like, you're going to be okay, but like not on stage. He's like, no, 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 I'm still going to do it. And that was when I was like, buddy, pick another show. Please don't fucking, you know, put my name on that. Because, you know, you start taking the diuretics and then you go to the hospital again. Like, it's it's not good. So for, for me, if I see somebody's not enjoying it, binging, cheating all the time, unnecessarily uncomfortable, I'll pull them out of the show. I love working with people where it's like every every time you talk to them, they're happy, they're confident, they're in a good spot. They love bodybuilding. And there's some people that love bodybuilding and some that just love the idea of bodybuilding or competing and they are never the same. You know, it's, it's always very easy to pick them apart. There's some that are like, I want it for the Instagram photo. And there's some people where if Instagram didn't exist, they would be doing this every single day. I had just had a guy named Talon who was the easiest client I've ever fucking had. He's like a six, four giant motherfucker. That's just, you know, towering, huge dude easy, you know, call him talent. I'd be like, dude, I haven't heard from you. Are you good? Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. Just working the plan. You know, that type of shit. This other guy calling me all the time. I don't know if I'm lean enough. Blah, 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 blah. It's because he wasn't doing everything he was supposed to be doing. And he's stressing about it. Stress makes the body look bad. So mm. that's uh, my excuse. I don't know. If I, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Clearly that's what's going on. You can tell here. which one of us under more stress though. Right. They're all yeah. Yeah. names. But <laughs> I just don't want one of you guys are juicing. That's all. It's not juice. It's medically TRT. prescribed. It's yeah. testosterone replacement therapy. Which, by the way, I'm due for my shot. Still causes gyno. Still causes gyno. It does. I'm, I'm on a. Uh, I'm on a uh, anti. Or, He's or, on an estrogen blocker. That's the has, one. Yeah. He has, uh, nipple sensitivity. I got nipple sensitivity, and I started crying. When I was watching Peaky yeah. Blinders. Okay, so to be fucking gentle. All right. The funny part about like TRT, it literally is just the socially acceptable way of saying you're on drugs now. <laughs> like I am, I, I take 250 milligrams of testosterone a week. A doctor does not prescribe it. I've just been a bodybuilder for years and that's just what I fucking take. Yeah. And I'm happy to say it because I'm fucking jacked and I'm stronger than most people when I walk into a room. Just <laughs> how it is. So are you but people are like, I'm on TRT. I, I had low T. Like, no, I'd say if you pulled all the people that get TRT and you're like, all right, what were your levels before you started? You, ha- you have a bunch of normal ass dudes. <laughs> Mine was uh, 369. Before starting, see you're, but you're within so 300 and 900. You're you're yeah. on the lower end, but it's yeah. like yeah, he was mine. He was tracking for like three or four years. No, I was tracking for like six yeah. years. Oh, and six every years. every year it dropped. It drops. I started off in like the seven eight hundred range. Right. I got to like three sixty yeah. something, and I was like, ah, oh, that's not good. Every year it drops. It's just how it is. I'm not making fun of you, but I'm just saying that it's like oh, it's I a am. weird because I've been in the bodybuilding world for a decade now, and like TRT was not a thing that everybody like you could throw a dart now and be like that guy's on you know like everybody's on it and it's so cool right i love it because it's like oh steroids are socially acceptable now like fuck i've been hiding this shit for years now like i can talk about it people like it i know what else is socially acceptable though is making fun of chris on this podcast always always acceptable yeah (laughs) (laughs) so uh go ahead beep the great thing about what what People that are in TRT doing are they're being checked and they're being monitored. You know how much underground yep. juice yep. was out there back in the day. Now I'm confident that Chris is still healthy. If he wants to lift, he'll lift. He'll build a muscle. Doesn't matter. But he has his levels right. They check his blood. This could be a plug-in for his um, sponsors. They're doing a great job because they're saving lives. You know, you, you mentioned Boston Lloyd. He was yep. a walking experiment, right? 
that guy took things, and we appreciated that because we needed guys like him to test it on themselves. Rich Piana, Boston Lloyd, uh, who else? Uh, what's what's the guy that's currently doing? You needed those guys to uh, to, to uh, what's his name? Tony Huge. Tony Huge. Yeah, they're experimenting. He was at the Olympia, and I walked up to yes. him. And I was like, they allow you in the country? He started laughing. He's like, yeah. But he lost a lot of mass. I think the health issues, you know, caught up with him to too many yeah. experiments. So once yeah, you have a doctor looking to your blood work, juice as much as the doctor allows you. You're right. And that, it's it's beautiful because, I mean, my guys, you know, if they're running stuff, like you're getting a panel. You know, you have to do blood panel. You have to do blood work. You can't not do it. It's not a fucking option. You must do it. But, I mean, a lot of people just fucking recklessly blast drugs for years and years and years and never check. The sources that they get are super questionable, dirty things. You're getting infections and shit like that. You're paying a premium to go to the TRT clinic, but at least you're fucking – somebody's watching after you. You know, I, I love it. Uh, it's it's the coolest thing that happened in the world. It's just like everybody got on board with taking testosterone. It's fucking cool. It's like, <laughs> damn, I've been doing that for – since 20. 2014. I thought that shit was cool. <laughs> well, there's definitely one place you can go to get make sure you get clean products. Oh, yeah. We are officially sponsored by Transcend Company. TranscendCompany.com hey! slash THSP. That's TranscendCompany.com slash THSP. Fill out the form. Get yourself on some gear because Goob says it's good for you. Yeah. Get your, or get your blood <laughs> levels checked out. And that link is in the show notes below. It is. But, uh, and yeah. you're guaranteed not to get bitch tits like that timepiece motherfucker that's doing the timer behind you. <laughs> You saw that gyno, double gyno. Dude, the time, I was trying so hard to get Max to, to cover the timepiece gentleman on his tracks news, but he was like, I don't even, he's like, oh, fuck that guy. I was like, no, bro, it's like a juicy story. He's like, fuck that guy. And then what do you know? The dude's in fucking handcuffs. Like, Jesus Christ. Not only in handcuffs, but then he goes on his social media before to tell everybody, like, I'm going to pay everybody back. Yeah. He like confesses. million. And I'm like, fuck, who is this guy's attorney? The tracker in the corner. Yeah. That was amazing. It was was such a shit video. And then he starts doing like inspirational gym shit the next morning. He's like lifting and I'm like, you might as well get ready for the yard, bro. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Might as well. (laughs) He's like, I sold my Ducati. So that takes $7,200 away from the total. (laughs) (laughs) $4,980. Like, what? Bro. Jesus. And you start doing the math. You're like, what the fuck did he spend $4 million on? I'm looking at your apartment, bro. Like, where did it go? It was a warehouse. It wasn't even an apartment. There was a really cool story that came out of that. There was a, and beep, you may beep or cat. You may be aware of this. Yeah. It's like, uh, there was a, a dude that received, he was owed a bunch of money from the timepiece gentleman for two watches. Like, 200,000 some dollars and the timepiece gentleman said hey I'm mailing you this Rolex that I have in, in inventory just oh it was fake no 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 it was real and he said I'm gonna you know, give oh, you your money back. the stolen one is a, is a sea dweller he mails him a sea yes, dweller the and the guy one. who gets on TikTok and says hey here's the serial number of this watch I think that you sold this on consignment to him if it's yours, prove it, and I'll mail it back to you. And it was like, what a good dude doing a good thing. And he got this fucking watch worth whatever twenty grand or whatever it was, and yeah. he could have just kept it. But he was like, let me get this back. He's out. He's out himself two hundred thousand, and he's helping somebody else. I thought that was fucking beautiful. Like, wow, what a good dude. That is beautiful, but it's sad too. Because that dude a lot was of that. part of the watch community, and he's actually responsible for his arrest. He's one of the people responsible for his arrest. So, <laughs> really? just in case, I'm not going to name him, but he's he's a solid dude. Yeah. 
I, I could, t- I, I didn't know who he was. And I just saw a TikTok, and he's like, he gets it out of the mail and he's like, this isn't my watch. This is somebody else's watch. I'm doing what's right. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, there were multiple incidents. One was the stolen. The other one received fake watch. That one was pissed. <laughs> that one was really pissed. So that's why I was asking which one. There was like, more, I mean, this guy's a train wreck. It's like, I'm, I don't even want to go into it. But yeah, I'm glad he is where he belongs. And he's looking at like 20 years. So that guy's like created in a lab, like to be able to just fucking con. Like, you, you got to think that with the right guidance and the right upbringing, like that type of person we call CEO, you know? <laughs> Yeah, he's just on. Like he was able. He had to a really good opportunity to make it the right way, and he fucked up. Yeah, he had investors. No, I wouldn't say greed. I think he's just autistic. I'm sorry. He's a, <laughs> he's a fucking. You know? It's like he, he could have delayed the gratification of having all that shit five more years, and he could have lived like he was on other people's money five years from now doing all the right moves and he just decided to fuck everybody right now and i think he has a he has a gambling addiction he's got drug addiction so i think that's what messed him up on the long run besides everything else i mean the list is long we we need to talk about my latest addiction which is texas hold'em oh let's go let's go yeah let's go no 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 i'm i'm looking at it i look at it like a game like it's something i can get good at uh, I'm up. I'm up. I, I I keep a tally of my you know my bankroll and stuff. But okay. I've just been there's a there's a poker lounge. It's like a definitely not like on the up and up, but it's like a really cool place to go play in New York City. And it's like all these fucking really good players go there because it's like degenerates that will fucking play till from like six to six. Mm-hmm. Right. They're for like twelve hours. It's crazy. Making a living. Yeah, and, and they're good and they're hard to beat. But I've been like you know finding my way, figuring it out, England. And then I went to this Thanksgiving. You know we were. In Tampa, Florida, and I went to the Hard Rock Casino because it was like, I always go to the casino on Thanksgiving Eve, which is like a tradition. And I sat down at this table and I was like, wow, all these people fucking suck. Like, it was honestly (laughs) crazy. Because it's like, I'm used to playing with like the fucking demons of the poker world that just have like nothing to do other than play poker. And you go to a regular casino and you're sitting down with just regular people that are like, I'll spend $500 and see what happens. That's that's the worst, right? And then you're sitting down with people who don't know how to play and then they're just chasing and then they hit and you're like, God, you weren't supposed to chase that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But usually you can, you know, you figure it out pretty quickly and people, you know, they're real nervous with their money and their bets and stuff. And it's like, all right, well, I'm in a comfortable spot. It was fun. I was like, damn, taking money from people on Thanksgiving. But, you know, it's just how it is. (laughs) Talking about regular people, do people recognize you in public now or not yet? It uh, it happens. Uh, it happens a good bit in, in front of my building. It happened. I don't know why, but in front of my fucking house or in my elevator, it's happened a number of times. Some of my neighbors follow my shit, and like I don't know how the fuck they found me. But I was riding the elevator down the other day, and dude's got a dog, right? And we're like, just, I'm sitting there, you know, in the elevator, it's coming down, and he's like, talk. He just starts making small talk, and I was like, oh, like you know, I know this guy from the dog park because I have dog too. I was, you know, talking to him, blah, 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 blah. And they were walking out. And he's like, yeah, man, it's so good to finally meet you. Like, love your content. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I thought it was my neighbor that, like, I'm I was at the vape store the other day at the, it was like so embarrassing because I'm like checking out. Me and my, my girlfriend were like, I love vape, by the way, bathing ape. It's like my obsession. Okay. I'm obsessed. I, I would like not my, have pegged you for a Nego guy, well, at least originally Nego. Really? I love Nigo. I followed him to Human Made. I followed him to uh, 
Kenzo, uh-huh. everything he does, I'll buy. I, I just don't even care. I'll buy it. Wow. I love Nico. But uh, uh, I'm at the Bape store. I'm checking out. And this dude comes up, like, just in the fucking store that just, I don't know, was shopping. And he goes, dude, dude, I love what you do online. Like, really nice to meet you, blah, 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 And then he, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, thanks. And he walks away. And then the two girls at the register were like, are you, are you famous? And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, chance encounter. Like, no, not at all. Like, just some random guy, like, just watches my stuff. It was like, I, I, it's, like, uncomfortable to me because I'm like, I'm just walking around, you know? Like, I don't know what's going on. Next time you get used to it, though. Get used to it because yeah. you can't undo it now. It's over. Right. Like, you guys, the collective. because we're, we're anonymous for a reason. We don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Speaking, they're, they're not the creators of the pussy lift either. So I mean, right. yeah. I mean exactly. <laughs> I created the pussy yeah. lift. That's what I did. Right. <laughs> so s- speaking of, but becoming you know, a- I, I wanted to say something real quick because uh, it's funny that even Chris now, when he goes to the gym, gets asked if he knows baller busters. Fuck! Not, no, 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 no. The, the first time this happened, I'm at a fucking urinal. By the way, if you're a man, it's a universal thing. Like, you can talk to another man that you know what's in the bathroom at the urinal, but you don't talk to a stranger at the urinal. This dude walks up behind me. This is a dark bathroom, right? Walks up behind me and he goes, hey, hey. And I don't turn around. I got headphones on, you know? Like, I'm like, he ain't talking to me. No. Mm -mm. Hey, man, baller busters. And I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) So then, you know, I finish urinating. Yeah. And I turn around, I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, man, what's up? He goes, I love their page. You know who they are? And I'm like, they're called Baller Busters. You try fucking Googling it. I don't fucking know who that is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Jesus. Yeah, that, the, when, when, like, people say something to you off the rip that tells you that, like, because, like, I just, I still am in the, like, I just assume that I know people when they start talking to me. And I just have, I have, like, the worst memory. And I just, like, every single time somebody starts, if they don't start with, like, oh, I see you on, I just, I'm sitting there, like, nervous, like, oh, I don't remember this face. Like, this voice is a little familiar. Like, where do I know you from? And some people will just string you for, like, 10 minutes. And then at the end of the conversation, be like, yeah, great to finally meet you. Like, I always see you on social media. I'm like, fuck. I was the whole time. I'm nervous. Jeez. That happened at the gym. This kid's like, and he goes, he goes to my gym. But I've like, I've, it's one gym that I rarely go to down the street. I go to a few in the city, but it's, like, one I've not been to in a minute. And I'm talking to him, and he's talking to me, asking stuff, asking stuff. And then he mentioned something that I posted like forever ago, just at the end of the conversation. And I was just sitting here thinking like, I've probably spotted this guy before. Or, like I've just seen you in the gym, but nah, didn't know he was. Right. <laughs> so he didn't s- tell me. Speaking of like, you know, becoming like part of this whole fitness influencer community, right? You got these big names out there like Larry Wheels and Bradley Martin. And what do you, how do you feel about like people like that in this space and what they're doing for the whole like industry? I mean, a lot of them, you know, they, they found their niche, they exploited it. They started selling stuff from it. And, and, you know, that's that. I think Bradley's got his, like, is he like an OnlyFans empire or something? Yeah. Somebody said yeah. he's got raw gear and that type of stuff. And uh, Larry wheels is selling supplements and doing his thing. It's, all of us, you know, we look at the clock and we realize that we're getting older and we need to make some money from this at some point. Mm. And that's just the natural progression of things. I, you know, you got Mark Bell, He's no longer chasing being strong. He's chasing, you know, being in shape better. He's trying to. That was a crazy know, pivot, by the way. Yeah, he leaned yeah. out a lot. He's doing a lot of stuff with that knees over toes guy. Yeah, it's crazy to me to see. Yeah, he went from like he's a, like a, running. Yeah, 
he's barefoot running and shit. Like, you know, it's just the natural progression of life where you realize like you have to extract something from this. You put a lot into it. What can you cash your name in on? And it's just, you know, some people do it in, in better ways than others. Some people do it with more dignity than others. And some people make a quick grab and get the fuck out of there. But, you know, everybody's got to make something, I suppose. I, I've done a few podcasts before where like, they're like, oh, I got this big podcast, blah, 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 blah. You know, like selling it to me like, oh, it'll make you bigger, like that type of shit. No. And then they drop this it. One this one won't make you it bigger. Gets like, <laughs> no. I mean, it will. but it's a good it thing. We have, the, we have the same audience. We have the same targeted audience, so it's awesome. No, people are going to watch this shit because the Bala Busta Collective and my people are the exact same hive mind. Like it's the I want to, we want to do like a collab bust with you. We need to bust someone who needs like, you need to DM us about this. So we can one. get all the financials and stuff. I'm ready to work on that. Welcome to I the show. Come <laughs> on. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the thing that burns me is when people like don't ask mm. and then like try to get something from you, they just like assume. Like I, I don't like that. But it's happened to me where it's like you've been on something and they're like, hey, now you need to make like these four posts. I'm like, you've never fucking talked about that? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I watched the shit get posted and I was like, Three hours go by, 300 people have watched it. Like, buddy, like, this isn't for me. What is this? Jesus. I don't want to be that guy, but no one fucking cares. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to make sense. Otherwise, what are we doing? You know, that's the way yeah, I feel, man. especially about collaborations. I- I even feel bad saying that because I don't want to be like the hoity toity dude, but it's like I've had I've I've run into that situation more recently where people were like, Oh, you have to do this for me. And I'm like, I don't like why? Like what? Like, what the like, fuck? Like, dude, you're like, you slapping. Somebody somebody <laughs> was stupid. I don't even want to say it, but they're like, Oh, you have to like, you know, oh, I got no love on the repost, and they tagged me in a bunch of shit, and I was like, No, like I shouldn't have to sell your fucking thing for you. Like, but if they would ask going into it, like, Hey, I want you to do this. And it would be really nice if you could do like these three, but I've been like, I'd have probably said, yeah, sure. Whatever. Fuck it. Mm. But it was just like, just getting hit with it. Like, Oh, Hey, and you didn't do that. You yeah. know, I see it sitting there and I was like, what is this? Like, it was a terrible clip too. I was like, this is something I don't want on my page. And they're like, you didn't repost it. Like, nah, man. Like, nah. <laughs> That's not how this works. Yeah. It's almost yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy how people like first of all I think social media is you they think they're talking to you and that they know you personally when it's like this is just like a a message board if you will right and then they they feel like entitled to want to like leverage your social media I mean I mean obviously we're not anywhere near like your size but it's interesting to see how people will be like hey man I want to come on your your podcast and talk and you're like okay cool what what about and like no I just want to come on and talk and you're like yeah okay what what about and they're like no no I just want to come on and you're just like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. You bring them on, and you bring them on, and keep a camera off. Just make some dreams come true. I used to be real. Like I'd say yes to. If you look back, like two years ago, I'd just say yes to everything, and then I just got so like burned out because like it was like that. You'd show up, you know, they'd be like, oh, let's get you on the podcast. Your shit's growing, and you get on, and they're like, so. How did you bodybuilding? Like, God damn it! Like you, you open it up. You're like, you're like, let's talk about that fucking wild and crazy Donna Briggs. I'm like, yes. yes. 
something current that makes sense. Right. I was starting I mean, off PG thirteen, bro. I was I, I literally was messaging. <laughs> so I was messaging somebody transcend earlier today, right? And it was it was uh, Mar, right? Right. I'm like, hey, Marley, blah blah blah. You're having Goomba. She's like, oh, I love him. I'm like, oh yeah, he's growing a lot, blah blah blah. And she's like, oh. I first saw him when he busted Paige Hathaway. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, who hasn't busted Paige Hathaway? Right? <laughs> no, I did her dirty. Yeah. Like, dirty. It was it was one of my most popular videos. She started calling me, bro. Dude, she gets in my Rapid house. fire calling you like a psycho. <laughs> and I was so jealous. Ten years ago, me would have picked that photo. Really? But now, <laughs> now, this guy, this guy, he screenshots and he goes, "I'm just trying to work out, woman. What's wrong with you?" <laughs> I was in the gym. So you posted me about her. I can't remember what it was. Like, obviously, like edit because she's been editing since she's been on the internet, and then. Then she's like, she's like, just that uh, Instagram call feature. Oh, so his like Instagram's blowing up from like this attempted call, and there's messages like all the crazy shit. Wild. <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, stop calling me, lady. And she was like, oh, it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you do? Fall down the stairs. They need to ban that feature. It's so annoying. I hate it too. I really hate it because well. it just it pops up on your phone, and you're like. Ah, but you know what they've recently done on Instagram? It's a blessing and a curse. People can only send you one message. And then it's pending. You have to approve it. But, but my favorite thing, because I don't like to tell people when I'm doing stories, my favorite thing is to just look at all the information and never talk to the person. And then just take it and then go do my own thing. But now, you got to fucking open the message, massage it out of them, get the screenshots, you know, and then they're like, when are you going to post it? I'm like, I didn't even say I was like, you know, like, cause I get, you know, I don't know. Like maybe I never will. But this one guy, he keeps hitting me up. He's like, Hey, when are you dropping that bomb on? And it's like, so, it was just like, I, I said, LOL to the pictures. Like he's like some dude with like 10 followers that like cooked his, you know, he made his head smaller or something. I was like, LOL. And he's like, all right, when are you going to destroy him? Like digital voodoo doll <laughs> to make his shoulders bigger. He was that guy from Beetlejuice, so you sprinkle the voodoo head stuff on. <laughs> yeah. No, the real talk though, the head shrink. I have a big head. <laughs> I have a really big head. So you guys can relate. Yeah, you look at the snapback. He's on, on the last. It's on the last. on the last. Every time he wears a hat here, fuck. Yeah. If in photos, people with really big heads don't look like as big as they are in person. Like, I'm a pretty dick dude, but, like, in photos, people meet me in person. They're like, oh, you're, like, pretty wide. My head is giant. It weighs, like, 30 pounds. Yeah. But if you're an influencer on the internet, you can <laughs> shrink that shit. You make that shit smaller. Yeah. And then you look bigger. Right. And they figured it out. And there was a dude named uh, Arnold Vosloo, I think was his name. That sounds like a guy who's head shrink. Head. Oh, yeah. The first head shrinker. Yeah. <laughs> the first head Have you ever seen the... Like the guys in the suits from the Mario movie. Yeah. 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 He looked exactly like that. Wow. <laughs> little Koopas. Like Can I screen share? Yeah. Koopa Troopas. Can I do that? I don't know. Yes. 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 Wait. Of course you can. Let's give it a try. Wait, let me pull up a picture. <laughs> Wait. All right. Let me. How do I do this? Where are you guys at? Riverside? For sure, going to be a pussy lift picture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Uh, wait, let me make sure there's nothing bad on my screen. Okay, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Future, future people, he's getting. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it looked just 
like this. <laughs> That's good. That's great. This is yeah. so fucked. You look jacked. It's objectively true. Yeah. <laughs> or you can inject synthol. Yeah, synthol in your in your traps. You can inject synthol in your traps, legs, chest. Uh, that's a that's a curse. You know what's funny though? The I don't know if you've ever looked at the cost of synthol. It is extraordinarily expensive. It is yeah. like because it, it's a like a, a sterile product that's made for bringing up small imperfections in a professional bodybuilder's physique. It's not meant for jacking your fucking traps and everything. So when you see those dudes that are full of the oil, the crazy like mental cases, mm-hmm. it's like coconut oil that they're boiling and sterilizing. They are a walking hotbed for an infection. It is terrifying. Every time I see it, people are like, synthol. And I'm like, Dan, that would be like 80 grand worth of synthol, to be honest with you. Like if you really tallied it all up. Because they're putting, you know, 20 bottles in each fucking orifice. It's a body dysmorphia. It's a body dysmorphia. You remember Rich Piano? God bless him. Maybe rest in peace. There's that Russian kid that uh, that injects. It's a body dysmorphia. I mean, pros have done it. You know, I don't know. You're pretty young. Miller Sarkar did it. He blew his bicep with it. He had an infection. He'll never admit it. He's uh, now coaching all the big, you know, names, but it happened back in the day to him right before he stepped on stage. Yeah. So Here, let me show you. Let me show you. What, uh, Wait, what are you, are you, do you screen any of your like clients that may you see that are showing signs of potential like body dysmorphia? Because I know that a lot of people in this space, right? They they tend to battle that, right? So how do you how do you combat that? For for the ones that compete, like I I do not encourage them or even allow them to compete if they're not in that right headspace. Mm-hmm. And some like they start really good and then they start to you know, go down this horrible path. And it's like, you know, it's a phone call and it's like, Hey man, you're not having fun. I'm not having fun coaching you because you know, I'm watching a miserable person be miserable. Mm-hmm. And you tell them to back off. It's, it's all about like, if you don't give a fuck about anything, but the person, you know, winning is really, really, really nice. But I've noticed that I can never win with somebody that's miserable. It just doesn't happen. The right. person that's miserable doesn't show up looking really fucking good. It just, it has never happened. It never will happen. So it's not worth it. Even if you have somebody that you're pretty confident is going to do really well, you know, saying, suck it up and push through. If they're having, you know, there's certain times where, yeah, suck it the fuck up, buddy. Like, this sucks and it's not very fun. But you can always tell the difference when somebody is absolutely, you know, off the fucking rocker. They're not in the right headspace. They're binging. They're doing all these dangerous behaviors that are going to carry over into, you know, the real life after this stupid bodybuilding show that they compete in. Right. You know, it's just one fucking day. You know, yeah, it's exactly. a sacrifice. So what, is, what does the right headspace even look like? So like me, when I competed, I didn't give a fuck what I looked like any day except for the day of the show. I could be <laughs> fat the next day and fat the day before. Didn't give a fuck. Didn't need to have my shirt off for photos. Rarely posted the internet. For me, the goal was win the bodybuilding show. I didn't think about food. I didn't think about what I was going to eat afterwards. I didn't think about where I was going to go. I didn't make a list of places to go and, and eat and shit like that. It was like Winning the bodybuilding show was my focus. I was interested in being a competitive bodybuilder, showing up to win, and then going back to my normal life and growing for the next time I did this. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fixation on just the one day is, is what really should what it really should be about. Some people they're like, you know, what am I going to eat my post show treat? Oh my god, my rebound. What am I going to look like? Oh, I, I you know, it's been ten days since my show and I'm up five pounds. Like, is this okay? Like, no, no, that's not that's not the right headspace. Got it. You know, it's. The, the disconnection between, you know, what am I worth versus what do I look like? And some people, they tie those two things together. It's like, nah, 
I don't give a fuck what I look like. I'm just some dude that's trying to, you know, win a bodybuilding show. Right. I, if I won, I was happy. If I didn't win, I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't anything other than, okay, get better for next time. Yeah. You know? But some, some people, they want to be shredded year round and all year round and take all the pictures and all that shit. Like, I think that's stupid. The guy, Sadiq Hadzovic, used to do it where he oh, would just yeah. take all his photos in like a two month period of time when he was competing and then bleed that shit out throughout the year. That was smart. Is he still, is he still competing? No, he doesn't he, have genetics for it. Yeah. So he was a men's physique champion. He went into classic physique. Yeah. They gave him like a third place sort of gift. And then he got yep. smoked next year. And then he just sort of was a social media guy. I know he's like, he's always getting brand deals and shit. Cause a lot of people know who he is. He was paid to show up to a, uh, one of my buddies, had like a, a, a fitness expo and I didn't like it because I remember 2014, 2015 sitting in Sadiq's line. It was so long. He sat there and talked to everybody. He was there all day. I remember I was like second from talking to him and some, some dudes like talking his fucking ear off. And the Sadiq's assistant comes up and says, Hey, you have to take your lunch. And he's like, no, 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 no. I got people on the line. He just fucking charged through that shit. This kid in front of him is just talking his fucking ear off about everything. I get to him like, this is a picture and you know, get the fuck out of there. I don't want to waste this guy's time. But it was, you know, hours, hours, hours. And my friend had him for uh, an event and he like shows up at like fucking 12 or one. It was like, come on, man. One, one of the, one of the busts that you did not too long ago that really surprised me was when you busted that guy who won that amateur event in Japan. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was in incredible fucking shape. He was in amazing shape. Yeah. You remember? Wait. Yeah, you he like he was he enlarged his abs even and his yeah. traps. And then did his calves. And then did he his calves. He doesn't even remember the bus because yeah. he bus fifty yeah. people out there. He, he, won, he won first place <laughs> in some amateur event in Japan, I think it was. Why don't you describe what he looked like, Said? He you know, he looked very handsome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. He so, doesn't even remember. This is so funny. Yeah. Uh so I was I was at a show. I guess we did we did a homework, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Some dude came up to me and he's like, "Hey, I want I want to thank." He's like, "This at a bodybuilding show, so like people come up to me and say hi." It's like normal. He's like, "Hey, man, I want to thank you." And I was like, "Oh, what's up?" He's like, "You got me so many followers." And I was like, "Oh, cool. Like, what did I do?" And he's like, "You called me out." And I was like, "Ha ha!" Like I'm looking. <laughs> I don't even remember. Like I, I'm like, "Oh, hi, it's a joke." You know, cause people say that all the time. Oh, you called me out. And I was like, "Oh, ha ha!" He's like, "No, you did." And I was like, "I, I don't." know who you are and he's like <laughs> you got me fired from my job and i was what? like i was like sorry but like i don't recognize you and he's like do you have anything to say to me now that we're in person and i was like i don't know who you are he's like my name's courtney black <laughs> you should have said you should have said you ungrateful little shit i got you followers right well, i said i was like buddy anything i said was true if you got fired i'm sorry about that but it's the truth and he was like, you're just a shit talker. And I was like, not really. And then he stormed off. It was, it was, I, I, I don't know who the fucking guy was. I was like, uh, that's gotta be the worst. That, insult. that is hilarious. Yeah. At least it wasn't at a urinal, thought, dude. Like, <laughs> at least it wasn't at a urinal. <laughs> you know what I mean? He thought I was going to see him and be like, oh, oh no. Like, I was like, I don't even, I, I felt bad. Cause I was like, man, this guy lived this moment in his head forever. He's probably like, when I see him, I'm going to come up. And I genuinely, genuinely didn't remember who the fuck the guy was. I was like, damn, it's, it sucks. And then I was like, damn, I'm doing too many videos. <laughs> it's not the injury. Have any of these, uh, have any of these influencers that you busted or called out ever threatened to like sue you? All the time. And I'm like, here's my attorney, Jaheen Damuli. Here's his, his, his contact info. You're talking legal shit. So you're not going to talk to me no longer. 
go speak to him. And then they, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Because people that are suing you aren't talking to you, right? Yeah. Correct. Like, you paid an attorney. You paid a retainer. You're dick deep in it. You're not sending me DMs. You paid a guy to serve me. So it's always bullshit. You know, oh, I'm suing you. I'm suing you. Like, no, you're not. Some kid actually DM'd me the other day. Let me see if I, I have it somewhere. He said some, some fuck shit. He's like, you're going to get sued. Uh, it's some, somewhere fucking in here. He said, he said some crazy shit. And I was like, all right, buddy, I don't need to talk to you anymore. Here's my attorney's email. Just hit him up. Like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to say to you. Damn. He's like, oh, no, 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 no. Let's I, sue I, you for I, what? Defamation? They're not he, even public personality. Well, no grants. I mean, I don't understand this logic. Unfortunately, you can't get sued for telling the truth. So I, right. I think I'm good. Yep. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah. they can try, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anybody can. But it's like you want to blow thousands of dollars just to fucking be wrong you'd be surprised how many guess. people it's usually you'll be surprised yeah, <laughs> it's it's the wealthy people that want to do it and they'll they'll spend millions of dollars and millions of dollars and what the crazy part is to me first of all nobody you lose <laughs> nobody you busted yeah. is in this in this realm that i know of but there are people who will spend all this money and all they want is the other person to back down it's like a game of of, of hold them mm-hmm. and all they want is the other person yeah. to fold and most people who when they're on the side of like i know i'm right they're just like okay Right. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're just waiting to rack me. up. They're like, I'll rack up legal all, fees and I'll counter sue you. Yeah, I'm all in. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah all in from the get. <laughs> and Goob is not folding because he's playing this illegal Texas Hold'em in New York with Molly Bloom people <laughs> and Plaza Hotel. Once he said, I'm playing this place and it's illegal in New York. Watch this guy. You see, your dream might come true. You will be on a TV show there were, with there was Molly, some- the pop poker princess. I hope so. Honestly, there was some, I, I was there last night. There were some fucking maniacs. There were some, some dudes I'd never seen there that I, they were from out of town doing some shit from LA shooting something. They just fucking, they, I, I watched these dudes light $5,000 on fire in probably an hour and a half. Mm. They would go all in blind. It's a $500 buy-in and the dude would just buy in and be like, I'm all in. Not even look at his cards. I'm all in blind. <laughs> and there's like eight <laughs> people at the table. So like somebody's fucking calling you, you know what I mean? Like somebody. And he'd be like, oh, okay. And they just get out five more $100 bills. Like it was impressive. Absolutely impressive. Before you leave us, uh, tell the kids one supplement that's useless to them. One legal supplement. That they're buying it. You think it's useless, that it's just a good marketing trick. I I have a few in mind, but I want to hear your opinion on it. I've never rocked with BCAAs, branch chain amino acids. I think that that was a clever way for somebody to deceive you into thinking, my my proteins aren't incomplete. I'm not going to grow. Like, (laughs) motherfucker, go eat some fucking food. Mistake. You're eating your chicken. Now you have $34 Kool Aid asshole like sure if you really want to buy it and you like the way it tastes and some of the bcas have a bunch of other shit in them like a creatine or something that justifies the cost but as long as you understand that you're buying expensive kool-aid you know that's that's it that's, i respect that. and then some people don't argue with me all day on this but gdas the glucose disposal agents mm. i refer to them as money disposal agents <laughs> good one Good one. There's some research that supports it, but like to me, it's like, come on, man. Like, come on. Like, no, just, I don't know. There's supplements, you know, the word supplement, it's like, it should supplement an already effective diet and exercise program. And some people, they spend all the time, money, and effort thinking about researching, buying 
these products as if they're the main fucking feature. And the, the reality of it is, and I'm a guy that owns a supplement website. The reality of it is you do not need anything from my website at all. You know, maybe the creatine is, is very useful. It's very hard to eat enough red meat and eggs to get a five gram portion of creatine in your body. It's very, very, very difficult. doesn't mean you can't do it. It's a lot of fucking meat and eggs. Most people aren't up to that shit. But, you know, if you're, I mean, how many, fu- how many fucking years have people been doing this bodybuilding shit with just fucking black coffee and their eggs and their meat and their rice and their fucking like years and years and years. You can get big without that shit. Uh, does it make it easier? Does it make your life, life less stressful? Absolutely. Is pre-workout effective? Yeah. If I'm tired, I'm going to take that shit and go to the gym. Is a protein shake good? Yeah. Sometimes I don't have time to drink a meal, eat a meal. I can just fucking drink it. That shit's awesome. But it's like, do you need it? No. If you can afford it and it makes your life easier, sure. We're talking about Rich Payana beep. <laughs> you were just mentioning Rich Payana. He had something called real food and it was a carb powder. And oh, I respected yeah. the man because he owned a fucking supplement company and he did these videos called Bigger by the Day. And he's, yeah. every single morning, he's like blending up this giant shake with his carb powder. Mind you, this guy makes all of his income selling this carb powder mm-hmm. and Rich is scooping it into the fucking blender. He's talking about it and why he's taking it. He's like, I'm about to bang some insulin and I need to take this and I'm going to you know, do it intra because I'm going to take insulin before I work out. You shouldn't do this, kids. But, you know, all of that rich pound of shit. But he's like, he's like, guys, you don't need to buy this. This costs $60. It's expensive. You could do oatmeal and get the same thing. Just make sure you measure out 60 carbs. And I was like, wow, that man is comparing his $60 product to a $2.59 cent tub of oats and, and he understands the people that have it are going to buy it because they respect them and they want the better flavor. You know, it's got like sweet potatoes and whatever and it tastes good. And if you don't have it, you go get the oatmeal. And that's how I've always felt about this shit. If you have it, buy it. It tastes a little better. It makes your life a little easier. You might get a little farther, a little faster, but you don't need that shit. You do it the, the fashion way. I love it. Yeah. I love that too. Honesty. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Bodybuilding is if you're broke, you can bodybuild. I was broke my whole life. And I love bodybuilding because all the fucking food is very cheap. You know, you're buying fucking like plain chicken and rice. And, and I would make this like mash of all my chicken and rice and beans and shit. And, you know, you get a gym membership. And that's that's really all you need to participate in bodybuilding. So. Well, anyway. All right. Look, it's been uh, an hour and a half you gave us. Wow. I, was wow. to, I thought you were going to tell us to fuck off in 20 minutes. So that actually worked out. Really yeah. Well. yeah. Why, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk all day. I don't give a shit, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say one thing in terms of DMs and you being so nice to people, because that's the one thing, um, since we've been doing this a few years longer than you, um, you know, it, you, you'll toughen up in a few years. <laughs> or may, maybe a year, you're going to get a lot more uh, selective who you talk to, who, who you collaborate with, and your responses and attention span is going to get shorter, you know, because you need to be protective of your energy. I I just see like, there's like gems out there and like human beings as gems. And I don't know. It's like you give everybody a couple of minutes here and there. Like I I am selective with it. Some people send me nonsense, but like, you know, I I don't know. Like I I try so hard and I dedicate so much time to just like opening that shit and at least saying something just because I don't know. I I feel like if it's a big deal to them and it costs me this, it's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, it, and you it, exist it, because of them, basically. They're your supporters. Yeah, so Exactly. It's like, would I have a fucking platform to go talk my shit if it wasn't for them? No, I'd be screaming into the fucking abyss. <laughs> just fucking talking about it in my fucking apartment to myself. It's fake, motherfucker. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. 
I would love to pick your brain more on bodybuilding side of the world and pros, but you know, we have to cut this off. Maybe we start the uh, the highest standard podcast. You and I, and we just talk about. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna cut these two fucking guys out, okay? <laughs> They're higher. We go the highest way. And just, hey, or we can make this a recurring thing. That that's cool too. You <laughs> have to wrap it up. Yeah, good. Just an idea. I don't know. That's These right. guys are amazing. We appreciate you guys having us on. Yeah, no, we What's the Jays sitting there on the? Let's talk about that. What is that? Oh, we got some Jordan Elevens here. This is this is the only pair that I could contribute. Chris has a whole collection, but these are some Eleven breads um, that I have that I never felt like are worthy enough for me to wear. And so they just came into the studio. Yeah, Jordan uh, wasn't. You ever wonder how many pairs of Jordans don't make it to somebody's feet? Yeah, <laughs> a lot because of guys like Saeed. <laughs> no, these these actually these don't look good with with clothes. Like they're only good to hoop in. And he bought them anyway. No, no, they were a gift. They were a gift oh. from from, oh. from from a cousin okay. that actually listens to the show, and I'm extremely grateful for. Okay, them. then we we appreciate your cousin. Now I, on the other hand, have got an entire warehouse filled with shoes that I don't wear. Yeah, like see, it's it's at a point of like stupidity. But when I was a kid, I grew up poor, man. I couldn't afford any of this shit, so right. it just became a thing that. That uh, you know, I bonded over. My wife now loves shoes too. So I, every time we buy, now we have connections, so we we can get like pretty much any shoe that comes out. Chris, uh, I, I rock with that. It's like it's something you couldn't have when you were a kid. Yeah. And now that you can, you have access. Bape. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my bape. That's I remember, I, dude, I couldn't afford them either. I remember like, and I was I fanboyed out hard over Nigo and like Nigo's apartment in Japan and and kind of how he came up in, in, the, in the chain and how he worked from the design aspect, all the designers that he met, and how when he wound up at Kenzo, I was like, this is where this guy really should you know, belong. But uh, yeah, yeah I, I grew up in the same, the same era. I loved all that stuff, and I couldn't afford a single Do fucking thing. Do I have time for a story? Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, we got yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. We'll kick the baller buses out. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, y'all stay. Y'all stay. Y'all stay. The highest standard is happening. Just because of that. The highest. And we'll have you as a guest, too. <laughs> I think what it's called is Goob in the Collective. Ah. Ooh, I like that. GNC. <laughs> you need to have your own shoe. I can see that happening. Uh, well, I wish. But my, my story, uh, when I was 16, 17, my parents passed away one after the other. Oh, my God. And my oh, aunt sorry, came out. To, we were poor growing up. Like, I, I never had that babe shit or we could never afford it. We were poor. My aunt, who lived in California, flew out. I was like, you know, her word of the court or I was, I guess I was, you know, hers for a year. Cause I was 17 mm. and she flies me out, you know, we go back and she's like, Hey, so you gotta like go school shopping because school's starting up. She's like, what do you want? And this is Los Angeles, California. And I was like, I don't know. Like, let's go to Walmart. She's like, there's no Walmart here. Like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? She's like, what, what do you like? Like, I don't, don't just get cl- Cause she's, she does really well for herself. And she's like, what do you want? Like, what do you like? And Kanye West had just come out with, uh, he's that, that song oh, college uh, dropout him you. Game, you wouldn't get far with him in the game and he comes out of the bus oh. with the the shark or the the tiger hoodie on and mm-hmm. unzips it and he's yeah. got the babe varsity jacket on and i was like oh i don't know and i just like said i was like oh like babe is pretty cool i don't know what the fuck anything was or what that cost i was like that's cool babe you know just like she asked me i was like babe this is what i know <laughs> And she looks it up and she's like, oh, they just opened a babe store on Rodeo Drive. I don't know what the fuck this means. I'm a poor kid from West Virginia. I was like, oh, cool. Right? Like our mortgage growing up was like $350. Like my parents were in debt. Like they died in debt. She's like, yeah, let's go. And I was like, okay. And we go there and I'm like looking at everything and I'm like looking at the tags and it's like a t-shirt is $120. Like a hoodie is like 400. Shoes are like 350. Jeans are six. 
And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, well, like, like, we're good. You know, we're good. And she's like, no, 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 pick some shit out. And it was, wow. it was the, the nicest thing any human being ever did for me. It was like oh. a poor kid from West Virginia that is like in a Walmart and Goodwill shit. And she's like, no, 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 no. You go to school and nice shit. And she made sure I had nice shit. And so everything, I was small back then. So everything I bought, that one shopping spree, I, I've like sourced it in my size now from that 2008, 2009 wow. era. I have it all. And to this day, I just collect the fuck out of vape. And it's just like that feeling, you know, mm-hmm. that like the first nice thing, like your shoes. Yeah. yeah. Like the first nice, I remember, I bet the first fucking pair of Jordans you remember buying and you're like, yeah. I can yeah. this now? Yeah. They, they, burned, this they now. burned that memory into my soul, man. And it's weird how like I'll forget, my wife yells at me all the time for forgetting simple shit. And I'll forget things around the house because you get busy, you get wrapped up in your day. But there are moments like that from my childhood, like where I was finally able to do some of those things. Yeah. I remember it vividly. I actually had my first pair was actually a pair of Jordan 11s that I was able to save up for and buy myself. And I wore them until they fell apart into, into pieces. So, I, yeah. And then as I got older, I was, you know, I could buy like, drops whenever I wanted to. Right. I could buy stuff that was above retail. And the money became less and less of an issue. But every single time I get that dopamine hit of that nostalgia from my, from my childhood, it's wild to me to, to think that I can remember some of those memories so vividly, but yet I can forget to like get the laundry. Yeah, to bring the, <laughs> to bring this full oh, circle. Um, I, I I grew up pretty poor myself too, and I didn't get a lot of things. But I I felt like I got most things I wanted, but I just never asked for anything really expensive. We grew up in an apartment down in Los Angeles County, and I remember the one thing that I didn't get though was a pair of Jordan Elevens. Mm. Right, they were the all white with the black patent leather all around. Right. Oh, yeah. Those recently came out again. So my son, who's oh, in no, basketball yeah. now, I took him to the store, and I didn't know. I didn't know they're just selling them now. You know, on the shelf. Yeah, you can buy my shelf. Depending so to, I take him to the store because he's he's on a team and he needs new shoes. And I'm looking. I'm looking. He's looking. He's like, uh, Dad, which which shoe should I get? Because he doesn't know the players. He's only seven. And I was like, Oh, these, those are Lebrons and those are Lucas. And he, I look up and I see the Jordan 11s, and he saw my eyes light up, and I saw <laughs> it, and he's just like, Whoa, what's so special about these? And I sat down. Got on one knee, told him the whole story, and he's like, "I want these." I'm like, "All right, That's let's so go." Awesome. Yeah, so I got to give him the shoe that the one shoe that I couldn't have. That's amazing. Yeah, That's it felt so really good. Damn it, now I have to make a poor, yeah. poor story. Yeah, too. I can't make it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back home in Bulgaria, we were eating poisonous mushrooms. Bulgaria is known by that shit. You're not even from there. Shut up, man. <laughs> Tell us Deep about your from first Bulgaria. Rolex. Tell us about your first Rolex. Who, me? Uh, no, Beep. Because he needs to talk about his poor story. Mm. Oh, no, it was just my grandfather who just left it for me. We just come off like that, you know what I mean? Bulgarians, we just give Rolex for, like, freaking birdies, just like that. There's a Rolex. You can't listen to this fucking guy. It's so aggravating. Here's a Rolex. Happy fucking birthday. Yeah. Can you imagine trying to have a serious podcast with this fucking guy all the time? Every single time. He's trouble. He's trying to. He's trying to. He's trying to kill the idea. He's trying to kill the idea right now. It's bothering him. Yeah, let's, let's stop that highest. The standard highest right standard now. coming soon. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> From yeah. a guy named Beep. Right. <laughs> Sounds real credible. Worst part is I don't even have the power to mute him. <laughs> no, you don't have the power to mute him. <laughs> All right, kids. Oh well, I'm seriously, gonna work in this story. Thank you all. Yeah, we appreciate you, brother. Thank you for coming on, man. Thank you for giving us so much time. Wow, that was the longest podcast we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was awesome, man. Thank you very much. Keep doing what you're doing. We really appreciate you. Thank you, guys. It's been, uh, it's been real. 
It's been really real. It's awesome. I love everything you guys are fucking doing. I've been watching your <laughs> higher standard shit and ball of buses. I've been creeping on your page since the fucking inception, I think. I don't know. <laughs> you guys drop bombs. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> well, with that. Oh. With that. Let's uh, say, take us out. All right. Good night, everybody. Yeah, we need to stay. What? We need to stay, right? Yes, you need to stay. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you, you still need to stay, but we're don't, gonna call the show. Don't be a horror like the rest of them and just jump off. You gotta stay. <laughs> You're staying. Stay. All right, side. All right. Good night, everybody. Bye.